What's up, guys and gals? Today we're going to list this. Yeah. Hello, and welcome back to List This, where we list and you listen. I'm Josh. I'm Cameron. And I'm Jim. And today we're going to be listing top five movie monsters. Now, a special note about this top five list is that we uh, all agreed that movie monsters could not be people. You know, you, you have people like Freddy or Jason that I guess could be considered monster-esque. Right. But... And, and because we don't know each other's list, there's a possibility, I guess, of something being on here that someone doesn't agree with. We usually address that if that happens. Um, yeah. I do want to say the reason why we did this because we could do a whole other list oh, of, I'm, like, human characters yeah. that are monsters... And you have a lot of gray area. Like, you could put Hannibal Lecter on a list with Freddy and Jason easily. Yeah. I mean, they're a similar type yeah. of monster, honestly. Or but Kevin Spacey from Seven. Or Kevin Spacey, yeah. I think I mean, for something like this movie monster list, we're going more with the conventional, like, term for it. Right. Like, yeah. you know, kind of like a horrific... So like, like when you say monster, that first thought that pops in your head. Like is like something. a horror movie, yeah. yeah. Like, not yeah. a slasher type of film. Right. Or monster, or just yeah. like creature. Yeah, yeah I was going to say creature. Movie creature stuff yeah. like that um yeah cool uh now that we got that out of the way <laughs> let's uh let's dive right in number five so my number five is gonna be probably one of the easiest get things you guys can guess when you think monster you think frankenstein okay. frankenstein's monster i mean yeah is not wait my argument he is not human he is built up of a bunch of human okay parts. i was gonna ask you are you now is your, is your yeah but is your because you said frankenstein but it's Frankenstein's monster. Frankenstein's Frankenstein monster. Hey, who's is... the real monster? Exactly. There? That's what I'm I saying. Am... You could do Frankenstein as well. I am glad you brought that up because that is a misconception. Frankenstein is actually not the monster. Frankenstein is the doctor, right? Yes. But I do want to say the other misconception is that Frankenstein's monster is not the villain. Dr. Frankenstein is the villain. But yes. again, yes. that's not the list we're doing today. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but yeah, I, I put him on my list because I feel like... He is like quintessential monster, yeah. or in the sense, oh, yeah. instance, in the sense of like not being a full-on creature or some kind of like animal. Yeah, um, I, I think he's a good creature, honestly, because he's built up of all these different pieces of people, and he's he's got the mind like this demented mind of a madman because that's who built him. I also think yeah. it's interesting that they did like. He's built out of human parts, but yet he's larger than life. Like he's yeah. a much larger. Yeah. You know, he's a much larger human, which doesn't make a lot of sense. Just a bunch of basketball players. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Like Victorian basketball players. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I I also like that he's kind of like the misunderstood thing. He's he's kind of like figuring out, you know, he wasn't, (laughs) you know, I make that joke. I wasn't asked to be brought into this world, but But he he really literally, yeah, yeah, he was created. And if you like read Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, then you would know that his entire journey is him just trying to escape the mob and figure himself out and try to figure out where he fits in and how he's going to. You know, yeah. survive in this world. And I kind of like that dy- dynamic of, like, uh, sympathizing with a, a monster. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think it's cool to sympathize with something that on the outward appearance seems like a monster. A horrific, but in reality, yeah. there's someone behind him that is the real monster. Someone out there that actually had 
so, like a, this methodical mind to make a creature that was supposed to destroy other people. Yeah. I saw um, a really cool. I've seen so many iterations of Frankenstein. Oh, yeah. Frankenstein's monster, obviously. Um, and, but I saw a really cool play called Frankenstein too, where it was like this interactive stage that went up and down. You got to see the monster in like all these different dynamics. I thought it was so cool. Ooh. Yeah. And I think the real the real monster here is. Uh, it's Aaron Eckert's uh, oh, I Frankenstein. I Frankenstein. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. That is not my choice. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I will give a shout out to Frank and Weenie. Have you ever seen Frank and Weenie? <laughs> yeah, Frank and uh, Weenie was actually about... one of Tim Burton's first movies. Yeah, it is. It, it, was, a, it's, it was like a short film originally, yeah, and then he film. adapts it later on. I'm not talking about the cartoon. Movie. I'm talking about the okay. old black and okay. white. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. 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 It's like, and it's also like the newer like version. Like they made it into like a. Trilogy, or it's like it's it fits in in a way, kind of way, yeah. Right. But like, it's I like this, but yeah. Show, yeah. So, but like Frankenstein, I think where we bring in as like Frankenstein's monster, we bring him as like a movie monster, as like some of the old like you know thirties, forties, like black and white like right. versions of it, where like you know he is portrayed as like right. a big like towering monster, you know. Also, an Alvin and the Chipmunks. I just wanted to throw that one out there. <laughs> <laughs> It's oh, a man. movie. So <laughs> That's fair. Number five is uh, number Frankenstein's five. Monster. Good start. Good, Good start. start to kick this one off. Classic with. start. Yes. Yes. I think that was a perfect way. Going, going classy. My classy. number five pick, if we're going this direction, yes. is going to be... <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> he meant around the table, by the way, yeah. for anyone listening. Like, we're still going with monsters. Yeah, You've yeah. taken the reins of the direction. <laughs> um, my number five pick is The Thing. Okay. If anybody's seen the thing, the movie, it's essentially a. It's I think if I remember correctly, this one's stuck like in the Antarctic, yeah, um, like a science base, and there's just this shape shifting. You don't. I don't think you actually ever see what the thing looks like. You yeah. just only ever know it because it's taken the form of the people that it's killed. I've unfortunately never been able to watch that movie. It's I, cool. I've like rented they, it. I've yeah, borrowed it from the library from friends, and I've just never had the chance to watch it's, it. it. It holds up pretty well, actually. It's yeah. pretty kind of a, and I think, um, I think they did a remake. I was gonna say of it yeah, as it well. So like, you don't need to watch the remake. The other one's still so, so good. Here's the interesting thing. I know a lot about the lore of the thing, which is interesting because I haven't seen any of the movies. Um, <laughs> yeah, that makes so no sense. The thing itself is a remake of a remake. Invasion yes. of the Body Snatchers yes. is in the same universe. The same, but yeah. here's the interesting thing about all four movies that exist in this universe, because there's one before Invasion of the Body Snatchers, even older. Uh, they're actually all in the same universe. They're not remakes. They are all in the same storyline. Just different. All of them exist. It, yeah, they all they all exist wow. in the same storyline. So the new remake is actually not a remake. It's more of a reboot. Okay. So that was the That's idea behind it. Yeah. Plus, I, I was just looking at it because I went to go like see if I couldn't find a picture of it of like what the thing like see if there was actually yeah. something that popped up and like you know the older movie had like a much better cast than I was expecting. So like Kurt Russell, which I remember being there. All right. Keith David, uh, Wilford Brimley. Um, huh. Yeah. Like, those are... Well, and, and not to mention, it's directed by the famous John Carpenter of Halloween. Yeah. I love uh-huh. John Carpenter. He's yeah. the, you know, he's up there with Wes Craven for, like, classic yes. horror directing. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah. but I mean, like, you know, it's like, it, it's, it brings in that movie monster. Like, you don't even actually see what the monster looks mm-hmm. like, but it's always there. It's always going to be looming, and it's always going to be... You know something that they're all going to be fearing because well, they can't fight it. They don't, or they can fight it, but like. And I, what I love about horror movies, especially because I'm a huge horror movie person, I love them. But I love when they have more 
more of a meaning, kind of like Frankenstein's monster, more of a meaning than just having a monster. Yeah. It's a meaning of the atrocity of mankind and like the atrocities they can commit. And that's what the thing is. It's the idea of not knowing someone, I think, is kind of like the idea of it and not knowing what's lurking around like their mind or the, yeah. corner, the other corner. But yeah. So. Good choice. That's another another classic choice. Yep. Yeah. That I don't little, think really people a lot of think a lot of people uh, think about in the same way that it, they do. It, it's, I think we're off to a strong start and it's a telling sign that we prefer like older classic than like the new Maybe I'm maybe I'm glad I'm you said that because that's not true with mine. It's <laughs> <laughs> like you you might be pleasantly so, surprised. So I will say I love classic horror movie Water monsters too. and they they might they may or may not appear like later on in my list. Um, but I think it's cool because you started with something super classic, Josh. Jim, you went up a little bit further up into like yep. the 80s. Yep. And now I'm going to go into the modern times with A Quiet Place and their very briefly seen monsters. Ah. So I really love A Quiet Place's monsters. I actually tried to look up the names. I couldn't find any like actual names. I found some people giving them random names. Yeah. Um, but the, the monsters in A Quiet Place I think are so fascinating because one, we barely see them. And two, to me, there's this idea, um, I think the movie portrays them as aliens, kind of like in one snapshot. I've looked at them as more of like creatures from uh, The Descent, which I had talked about in the last yeah, podcast, yeah. Uh, how they're, they're, they're not visual at all. They can't see anything. They can hear. Yeah. And I think that's what's so terrifying about them is it's easy enough to not be spotted sometimes by something, like just stay behind a wall. But to not be heard. But to not be heard yeah, it's... is so hard. And that movie... I've never seen an, an audience shut up in a movie theater like I did for A Quiet Place. It's <laughs> like, like he's like choking yeah. himself up. You know, I'm dying yeah. right uh, I want to say that <laughs> I've just never seen. I'm, I'm like Jim Dyer. <laughs> I've just never seen a movie that can, or a movie monster that's just so interesting to yeah. everybody that it actually makes them be quiet too. And I, there's like an because irony it's there. It, because it builds so much suspense, and especially with not seeing the the monster. Like you are, like that's building, you know, an incredible amount of suspense, which is causing you to be quiet yeah. as well. Like while watching these characters try to be quiet for their survival, like you're yeah. being quiet for their survival. And, and like, that's not just like a good monster, that's a good movie. Right. And we're talking about classic monsters as well. And I think that eventually A Quiet Place's monsters will kind of become a classic in the definition of how, yeah. of how they kind of reinvented something that we've seen a million times, but yeah. they reinvented it in a way that was brand new to the rest of us. I think that's what's so great about it. So I'd say like a modern classic almost. Yeah. I don't I don't have anything to say about A Quiet Place. It is super on my list. It is. I just Oh my because, god. Because yeah. because I have a child, I can't watch like scary scary movies and I feel like that is a pretty like, I I think what an intense movie and I don't want to It is yeah. a movie that you need to sit down in a quiet in a quiet place. A quiet... <laughs> I'm so sorry for that hey, pun. That was not intentional. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it is a movie where you need to sit down yeah. and just watch it. It's a movie you don't want to talk through. It's a movie mm. that you don't want anyone else talking through. However, Josh, I own it. So okay. I will lend that to you. This is I'll like leave my kid this my better not be the over action movies list well, you guys all can come over, over here again. Now and watch it. Yeah, you guys can come over here now and watch it. Yeah, I, I'm down for that too. Yeah. We'll have a little quiet movie yeah. night, quiet Jeez. place. We yeah. always talk all the Stop time, it. so then we'll be like, just <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, uh, okay, moving on. Moving on. Uh, moving forward. Moving forward. My number four. Uh, yeah, so we're on number four. Uh, <laughs> my number four is gonna be the Babadook. Monster. Okay. Okay. 
Um, now I know, uh, it's essentially I know, a boogeyman. Yeah. I know Cameron has this smirk on his face from like ear to ear. Yeah. Which leads me to believe that it's going to be on his dishonor. <laughs> too. But um, the reason that I put it on there is, I guess in this weird way, is not because of the monster. It's because of the movie. I found the movie to be genuinely like frightening because you have the, the mother and the son and the son. Um, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and maybe get in some trouble, but he seemed like he was some kind of like special needs child. Yeah, no, he he yeah. is portrayed as that in the movie for sure. Okay. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I yeah. never watched um, it, so I'm sitting this one out. Yeah, it's it's pretty good, and I, I think that the fact that um, I don't know, all of it's just interesting to me. Like Babadook is an anagram on bad book. Right, so that yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, we because it wasn't out. that like part of the thing was like it was it came from a book. Yes, right, which is also a like a classic <laughs> kind of like horror movie, you know, psychological trope. Too. That's so. It was. It was like to me. It was less about like the monster. The monster obviously was a big part of it, but it was like the mom trying to care for the son, and it was apparent that she really, sometimes she really didn't want to have to care for this kid. The the monster in Babadook is not the Babadook. It is the mom. The mom is the monster in that film. She feels like she's the monster as well because she feels like she cannot properly care for her child. It's the theme throughout that whole movie. It's a more grounded theme for horror. Um, that movie, I didn't particularly find it scary. Um, I actually watched it by myself in a dark room at night, and I was the only one home for like that weekend. My girlfriend was away and stuff, and I <laughs> didn't find it. It didn't resonate with me. It didn't stay with me. I think that's why I passed on it because yeah. it just didn't seem like... But one thing I do love about that is it kind of, like, brought back a similar, like, fear of a creature, like, you know, the what we were growing up was just, like like I said when you first mentioned it, was, like, the boogeyman. Yeah. You know, the boogeyman was always kind of like, ooh, the boogeyman's going to come get you. But, like, you know, now it's, you know, like, you better watch out of the Babadook is going to be there. It, like, it's just, it's the boogeyman of, like, a newer generation of what I feel like was really coming out of that. Yeah, I, I understand what the movie was going for. Uh, it didn't resonate with me. Yeah, I, I don't yeah, really yeah. have much I else think to it, say, it, it was but... a it was kind of a hit or miss movie. Yeah, I think overall, I, it, it's a fair number five. I know it's a popular movie. It was four. super or four, I guess. I guess we are at number four. <laughs> We've I, done this so many times. I know, already, I, like we're yeah. I know. <laughs> All right, but uh, it's a it's a fun, scary movie. I'd say if you got a chance to watch it and you had an extra, you know, like like with anything, if you have an extra two hours. I love and, Josh's extra two hour theme. Yeah, actually, it's only an hour and a half. So if you have an extra ninety four minutes. It's got ninety eight percent on uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? Huh. I guess everyone but you liked it. You're yeah, he was the two percent. <laughs> I just didn't. I just didn't think. I think it's an overhyped horror movie, which I think a lot of horror yeah. movies do get overhyped. Um, but I think it's one of those movies where they do because I think, I think the social like crowd behind it and the social movement behind it it made yeah. it seem like a better movie than it actually was, in my yeah. opinion. But that's that's, that's just fair. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So interesting choice my number four is also going to be an interesting choice i have a reasoning behind it okay because i'm going to step a little bit out of the norm for this one but he's gonna, i he's going to cheat no 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 i went with uh <laughs> i guess it is going to i went with sully from monsters inc that's like I a did. movie monster okay I had a feeling that you were going to choose something like this. I just don't know why, but I expected Monsters Inc. to pop up. It, like, it, believe it or not, it was. It, I didn't it's originally not cheating, think about it's just, it. It's just no, a it's weird not cheating. Choice. I actually totally Because agree with he, like, we're, if we're talking about the theme of, like, scaring people, he makes a living out yeah. of doing that, obviously, until the end of the movie. 
Um, but like you know, that's his whole thing is he is the monster in the closet yeah. that comes out to scare yeah. you, which is what a lot of this list is kind of being built off of is like you know the monster in the dark the monster in the closet the monster underneath the bed in a movie yeah you know, obviously like i love him because he's a lovable which is why i put him on my right. list i think you're i think it's perfectly reasonable yeah. to put him on the list i don't think monster by any means means they can't be like lovable and yeah. you can't like them frankenstein that's which is why i had frankenstein yeah. frankenstein yeah. is the exact example of that i think what's so interesting about him as a character too though is that he looks at himself as the monster by the middle of that movie. he does he absolutely sees himself because as he sees himself like you know on screen and what he's doing to this little girl that he cares right. for and, yeah. and he sees what he could be instead and i think that's such an important thing in that yeah. movie i think it's a great choice i honestly think, do think it's good i just thought it was going to show I did, and I'm so happy. I'm so happy it's there. It's an interesting choice because it's like when you think movie monsters, you think like you said, scaring. Yeah, and this is like a childish take on On that monster in the closet. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's a great take. So it definitely took me off guard that it showed, which is good. That's kind of what I wanted, and I was like, I honestly expected a little bit of extra. Like, a little bit more backlash on that choice. I mean, I he's like, a monster. Yeah, I mean, like, that's yeah. just it. Like, in its core, he is still a monster. Mm-hmm. But I put him on my list because I love him because he's that, like, fluffy, you know, adorable, you know, like, huggable creature. Yeah. But, like, you know, he makes a living being, yeah. you know, what all the other stuff is on our list is. We're not all heartless here. We can understand some yeah. love on yeah. a monster's <laughs> list. Yeah. yeah, no, that's a good choice. But that's a good number four. I, yeah. I think it's a solid number four. Yeah. All right. Moving on to my number four. So going back to the classics here, which is kind of going back around. (laughs) Um, One of my favorite movies. I adore this film. Creature from the Black Lagoon. I had a feeling that was going to show up on this list. So so this is something eventually, like I've always said, I want to get like a sleeve tattoo and I want to get this creature on there. Um, I I love the Creature from the Black Lagoon. I, I love the idea of exploring this like amazonian jungle and not knowing what to expect and then there's just this creature here but he's so much more than just someone who's terrorizing people you see barely in the film and this is such an old film to see this too you kind of see that this creature has something else to him like he's slowly learning over time and he's kind of developing um like he's kind of developing this sense of self and this sense of not being like monstrous and i think it's really cool too because Kind of what I see in the film is that the humans are invading his territory, so he kind of looks at them as monsters. And I think there's a cool dichotomy there um, between the two. Do you think that there was like a theme in that? Because it seems like Frankenstein's monster, we sympathize with him. Right. Creature from the Black Lagoon, we, we tend to sympathize with him. In I, a way, I right? think so, people were moving away from kind of that classical European style of monsters being just monsters yeah. and realizing that what they emphasize are those feelings that all humans have sometimes of distress mm-hmm. or anguish or anger or whatever, and that there is another human aspect you can add to those monsters yeah. because everyone has two dimensions. You know, you have way more than just. Like, you're just more than a flat character. Yeah. And I think that's what they started portraying monsters as. And I think Creature from the Black Lagoon, just like Frankenstein's monster, is a great portrayal of that. I really do. So, this is going to go on my list as I haven't seen it. Yeah, me too. Oh. But, but, I mean, it's always such a classic. Also, like, yeah, it's it because is it's an, an older film that I never too. got around to. So, I had always wanted to see it. I had heard about what it was. And I, I had seen this one guy. I went to a theme park. 
in um in the water section of the park this dude he had his shirt off and he had a full creature from the black lagoon poster all the way across his back that's cool coolest thing ever i was like i've got to yeah. see this movie i saw it i fell in love with it <laughs> you watch it because you saw it on the guy's i back. watched it because <laughs> i i watched it because i had heard of it and then i saw it on this dude's back and i'm looking at this creature in like full color because it's a black and white film by the way it is a black and white yeah, film yeah. but i see it in full color and then i read about it because like i hadn't i hadn't really completely read about what it was or anything and then i hear that it's like this guy suited up and like it, it supposedly looked really good for the time and prosthetics yeah. and i actually do think it looks solid for the time because it's an old film yeah, yeah yeah um and and just i don't know i think if you haven't seen it and you have a pr- an appreciation for classic movie monsters i think it's a great one to go look at universal has supposedly thought about bringing it back for a remake i am simultaneously against it and not against it because I want people to see that creature again and yeah. otherwise I feel like he'll be lost to history but I love him I think he deserves top four it's always a matter of if they get the right filmmaker to do it yeah absolutely because so. it could be done really well but like as a quick like side thing are you guys gonna find like Batman and Swamp Thing-esque like things to I do was gonna ask that too That's all of these like yeah it looks very like Swamp Thing-esque <laughs> like we're gonna have a theme in Every all episode. of these podcasts yeah <laughs> So that's my. That like, was not. Story. That was not for a Batman thing. <laughs> yeah, he actually right, didn't reference any comics, so I'm impressed. Yeah, yeah. No, look at that. I'm trying to be good here. Not yet. Yeah. We're not yet. Yeah, yeah, we still have a lot of lists to go. You know, um, now that you say that, I'm gonna check my list. <laughs> so, he's like, I gotta take Swamp Thing off there. Um, so number three. Moving on to number three. Yes. My number three um, is a movie that came out on Netflix on 2000. I think it was 2016. Um, called Before I Wake. Okay. Um, this movie is about a child who falls asleep and things that he's dreaming about come to life. So they start off with he's dreaming about butterflies, and so the parents, um, so the, the parents adopted this child, or the parents had this child and he drowned in the bathtub, oh and God. so they got up the nerve to adopt a new child, yeah. and it's this kid that came in, and they find out that when he when he dreams, they things come to life. So they start off uh. with like butterflies and then it starts to go darker and he starts dreaming of this monster called the canker man and it's like this human-esque i'm looking at it i'm guessing that's the canker man yeah. it's like a real skinny yeah. like yeah oh man so i have heard of this film i've yeah. i actually have wanted to watch this film i just have it's never gotten around good. to it but it's pretty good this, yeah, it honestly good. i like i don't always scare easy but this looks like a movie i'm gonna have to watch like not before but. i don't think <laughs> it was scary in that sense i think the message that they send across like why the monster is there um how he gets rid of it and stuff like that is like really touching and heartwarming okay. and, and kind of um it wasn't what I was expecting for like an ending of a movie in a yeah, good, yeah, yeah. in a good way. Yeah. Where they didn't just they didn't just like slaughter the monster. Oh, <laughs> we're, we're saved. Right. Um, it went more into um, uh, like very, psychology yeah. and like up here instead right. of yeah, yeah. Which psychological horrors are my jam. I agree. I love them. I, yeah, I, love I think some of the best horror movies are psychological yeah. like horrors. Yeah, we've talked about it before. At least Josh yeah. and I have. We're yeah. not like huge gore horror. Yeah, I don't really believe gore. there's anything called gore horror. It's either a gory movie or it's a horror I think movie. It's gore porn. It is. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. Called, <laughs> yeah. It's like gore yeah, porn like that's like but, stuff like My Bloody Valentine. Yeah. And, like you know like the saw. new like saw or any. Eli Roth film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
He said that with a huge eye roll. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have friends that are Eli Roth fans. If you listen to this, I'm sorry, but you're wrong. But yeah, uh, as far as... <laughs> Dang! As, on a show of opinions, he's yeah. telling them that their opinions are wrong. As, as, far, as, uh, as far as I know, uh, Before I Wake is still on Netflix. Yeah, so it's a Netflix film. So I would, yeah, so it I should would, still be there, yeah. I would recommend going to watch it. Um, it's great. Yeah. It also has a, the kid's name is Jacob Tremblay. Yeah. He's uh, he's in the new movie coming out called Good Boys, which looks hilarious. Okay. Um, it's just a, like a kid's. Yeah, yeah, It's like super bad with like elementary school kids. Okay, okay. Like. yeah, I think I've seen like, yeah. but uh, But that movie made him like one of the top child actors okay. in the world. It also has nice. Kate Bosworth and Thomas Jane, who don't get enough love. I actually think they're both pretty good I was, actors. I was like, yeah, but yeah. Uh, Kate, Punisher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, then you have Kate Bosworth. I believe she played Lois Lane, if I remember correctly. I think she was. The there it is. There's the DC yep. connection. <laughs> okay. Hey, I you say, know what? To be fair, I did it first. I, yeah, I yeah, did it yeah. first, and I want to say that yeah. the comic book did yeah. not come from my list. I want to bring that up. <laughs> fair enough. All right. So, cool. Cool. My number three then um, is also like awesome pick. I like that. Like that you kind of went something a little bit different. That uh, my number three. I'm going to go with. Like, back to kind of the main character of, like, the movie is Predator. That's my number three pick. That's, like, the movie Monster. It is definitely, like, you know, showed up on multiple lists that I was, like, looking up, you know, to, like, kind of get a reference for, like, you know, all all of my stuff. You know, multiple lists he was popping up on, and he is a fantastic one, because, like, you know, there's a hunt in... You know, because I think we brought up Predator in one of our previous podcasts. In the action film on my action film list, if I remember. You know, like, I know this isn't a horror movie, Mm. but he's still a movie monster. Oh, it's a horror movie. I mean, in a way. It's an 80s horror Mm, action film. I still still classify more as an action. Yeah, it definitely But I don't think it's... being you're, but your saving grace is that we didn't do a top five horror. It's just monsters. Yes. So it doesn't yeah. have to well, be horror. And I, I also want to say he's become a horror icon. Yes, he then, has. So. Um, and to be fair, I also did Sully. So like this is definitely yeah, a horror movie. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's, it's just because it's like he is such a, you know, predatory like hunter. Like, you know, he is, you know, like at the, an elite hunter of the universe. Like, you yeah. know, that's like such a big, you know, that's such a big... I, I remember, I think the most horrifying thing about Predator is when that mask finally comes yes, off. that's what's going to be my next thing. laughs, yeah. too, and it's just, it's horrifying. It, like, brings a, it brings it more down to earth and makes it much more human like to well, us because it's like, whoa. And then the, in that same moment, there's also this inhuman aspect where he just doesn't care about what happens to himself by the end of the movie he either. And that's also terrifying because he, he has nothing to lose. He has nothing to nothing. lose and he finds enjoyment in hunting and killing yeah. these sentient beings. Yep. Like, and I I think that's what puts them on my list as like a horror movie or like a horror um, movie monster, not yeah. horror, but like a movie monster icon. I, I was wondering if he was going to show up on someone's list. I was thinking about him when I was thinking about the monsters. And I was I don't I didn't really want him on my list. Um, there's so many other characters for me, but yeah. um, but I do agree. I mean, he's he definitely deserves a place because he's terrifying in a way. He's very I mean, terrifying. He's definitely yeah. someone something who pops up out of nowhere who can taunt you and play with you just because. They feel like they earn it more. And he has. Yeah, I was gonna like, say he definitely has those like horror characteristics, like not in like outside of the horror setting. Yeah, but he just plays like, into an yeah, action where he's movie. Like, yeah, creeping around and he can camouflage himself and stuff. And yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so I cool. definitely yeah. Cool. That's yeah. all I got. <laughs> <laughs> Good choice. 
Good choice. Yeah. We're on number three, right? Yes, uh, we are already number three. Already All right. impressed with our list so far. I know. Yeah. So here comes my number three. It's from one of my favorite movies. I had talked to Josh about this one a little bit earlier. He doesn't know what it is. But I was originally I was like this might fall into the category that we, we put didn't so much want suspense on here. at the beginning of like so I know I don't even know what he's talking about <laughs> I messaged you earlier I was like I don't know if this counts so I have but it does I have uh, <laughs> I have Mr Boogie from Sinister now oh I totally would have put him on my list had I known I lo- see oh, here's man. why he counts because he's actually an ancient deity called Bagul. All right, hold on. So, Let me repcon. My number four is not Babadook. It's now Mr. Because <laughs> that is one of the first movies. I'm going to let you talk, sorry, but you got me really excited. That is one of the most recent movies that legitimately scared me. Yes. And I, Sinister 1 and Sinister 2 are both phenomenal films. Sinister 2 sucks. What? I love <laughs> Okay. We're going to talk about that in a minute. I So... so to go on to Mr. Boogie, this is a deity who takes the souls of children and then uses them to murder their families. And then he eats their souls and oh then, then uses them to murder more families. So he just builds this giant army of children mm. that can come out of nowhere. And that's what's so terrifying about Sinister is you just slowly come to this realization of this deity who's just there murdering people. He's the original boogeyman. Yeah. He's mm. so cool. Now, in Sinister 2, real quick, because I want to <laughs> bring this up. Oh, crap. Sinister 2 is really cool to me because it shows that horror movies have these cliches and things like that and then it plays them the other way because Sinister 1 shows us the perspective that it doesn't want us to, you know, it it hides that perspective of Mm. what's going on with the children. But then because you know about it with Sinister 2, it wouldn't have been as interesting if they had tried to play that again. So instead what they do is we follow the child. And I think that's so much more terrifying because it's these ghost children pulling you around. And then there's one part, there's this, I think it's actually a deleted scene, unfortunately, in um, Sinister 2. He goes to turn, he goes to, um, turn like off the light in a hallway and then the child turns it back on which is terrifying to me because it's just showing who cares if we're in the light or the dark like we're here it doesn't matter and i i think mr boogie he can come from anywhere he stays with you until he takes your child and it's just so demented and horrifying so if you're gonna watch a scary movie uh, in like not before bed don't That's watch Sinister. Sinister Sinister don't, don't watch Sinister no because it's the idea of the boogeyman hiding under your bed but he's not after you he's after your kid the most innocent mm, thing around yeah. you and I think it's so and it's these, horrifying and it's like so they show these kids like in the well I guess it's a kind of a spoiler but not really I mean at this it's from like um, 2009 yeah. So, yeah yeah you had 10 years yeah, yeah. you got 10 years <laughs> 10 years is fair yeah. but, it, but they, they find like Super 8 video of these kids he makes them record their killing their families oh god and, and so I, it's the fact that you like it's not just you seeing them like their families die it's that yeah. super eight footage and that like right, low yeah. grade and, oh, and it's the idea that mr boogie gives you that footage yep. he wants you to see it yep. he wants your kid to see it he forces the that's kids true, to yeah. watch the footage oh that's what makes it ethan hawk burned it so and terrible. it showed back up right and yeah. sinister two is so terrifying because you see them watching this footage mm-hmm. he grooms your child to want to murder you and then takes their soul, yeah. body as well. It's horrifying. Yeah. He is a cool. horrifying character. I'm, I'm really glad that we both had Mr. Boogie on our list. I love <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good number four. I'm happy he was my number three. Yeah. yeah. If you have not seen Sinister 1 or 2, watch both of them. Don't listen to Josh. Sinister 2 is a good film. <laughs> I just thought the acting in Sinister 2 was pretty bad. I agree with that. The acting yeah. is not up to par. Yeah. But the story overtakes the acting to me. That's and the, 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 the way that they just completely cut out 
uh, like any cliches, and they use them for their own gain. I think it's so important. All right, so we're gonna move on to number two. Number two. Uh, My number two was actually talked about in our last episode for um, cryptids. Okay. Okay. Um, My number two is the worms from Trimmers. Hey, Hey, cool. Um, Trimmers. I'm surprised that like appeared as high on a list as it did. I thought that was so. It's because I grew up like in my childhood watching it. I could watch it over and over again just because it was so fun. And I'm talking about the first one. I've never seen anything past the first one. I don't really care to. Yeah, I don't think I didn't even get like five minutes into it. It wasn't worth it. It's just I don't know. Like I guess I connected to it as a child because it's like it's that real life, real life in a movie. Yeah. The, The floor is lava. Yeah. Yeah. So it was always really fun. I never I, thought about it like that. Yeah, I mean, it's literally just like you yeah. can't stay on the floor. And then there's a, um, a, I don't know if it was an intentional, Is that Kevin but there Bacon? was. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Yes. Oh my Hamming god. it up on screen. It's <laughs> his funniest self. Super cowboy. Yeah. Love yeah. That film. I love that um, film. But yeah, it was it was always so fun, and they had like this homage to Jaws. I don't know if you remember that. But yeah, like he's coming so in, he's in the he's in like the saloon or whatever, and it comes up through the floor like on the ship, yeah. and he's like holding on to the ice machine or whatever, <laughs> and it's like pulling him in. It's like the Quint scene all over again. Yeah, yeah. It's super cool. And I noticed that one time, and I was like, "This is like this is amazing." It's like Jaws. Yeah. Jaws is all it is. Yeah, Sand Jaws. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so great. With multiple sharks. I, I'm happy you brought up Tremors. I, I thought about putting it on my list because mm-hmm. I love the film, and its dry humor is also great. It's a mix of trying to be horror, but also like going kind of the scream. I was like, route. "Isn't it like a comedic horror?" Yeah, like, it's, in it's a way? like subtly yeah. satire, just like Scream is. Scream is subtly satire. And that's that's yeah, what that's crazy. what I love about Tremors. It's a hilarious film, and it's yeah. also just weirdly interesting. It's, like, it's weirdly just interesting. Super... I need to go back. I watched that one years and years ago. It's just... because obviously I remember Kevin Bacon being in it, but like oh, yeah. it's just a good time. It is. It's it's just... It is. You sit down. You have a great time with it. It's yeah. hilarious and fun. Yeah. And by I the end, like... you feel satisfied with everything that's happened too. You know, it's need like five I don't other. want to watch the. Other I was like, it doesn't need five other movies. Afterwards. I don't need a sequel to that yeah. movie. And there, yeah. I know there's. I think there are five in yeah. the series now. I think there's like eight. I tried to watch the like last that. one that came yeah. out. It is. They. Awful. they one it of the ones terrible. that like some. I can't remember one of the people that they put in one of the later Tremors is like known for like doing like B movies. I mean, essentially, that's all they became are really bad B movies. Yeah. Whereas the first one was intentionally trying to make fun of that kind of stuff, and I think that's yeah. So it, it's a good choice though. There's actually one that came out last year called yep. Trimmers, A Cold Day in Hell. That's the one I tried to watch. That's the one that is... <laughs> I think so. Let me... Yeah, yeah there's Lord. so many yeah, movies like... you guys could go watch. Do not go watch that. Yeah, there's like, there's like <laughs> seven or eight of them yeah, now. It's, it's, it's insane. Maybe we'll do a bad movies list. We, need, we do need to do a bad <laughs> movies be fun. list. Yeah, for sure. Oh, the Tremors 5, like Bloodline, yeah. I think is like one of the ones where it's like... Yeah. the guy. Yeah, there he is. Uh, the dude on the right, on this side here. I'm showing him that's a picture of like... That's the guy from the original, right? The that old guy? guy? Oh, yeah, that's the guy from... Yeah. Wasn't he an Eight-Legged Freaks or something like yeah! that? Yeah! Dude, there it is. Yeah, yeah but Eight-legged he's like... Eight-Legged Freaks is supposed to be comedy, though. He's yeah. like, yeah, but no, he's yeah. known for doing like that type of like yeah. movie, so like it's like that's... If you see him in it, you're like, mm, yeah. like maybe I'll watch this one like if I have yeah. nothing else to do. Cool. Um... So, yes, my number two is Tremors. Cool. Solid continuing yeah, cool. Um, I'm hoping to keep the ball rolling with that, with my number two as... I like to call him Jeepers Creepers, but I know he's generally referred to as the Creeper. The Creeper. Yeah. Oh, yeah. More specifically the first one than the second one because of the fact that you don't see him that often in that movie. And when you do, he's horrifying. He's like this large, winged, 
humanoid. Yep. You know. He and he's sewn it kinda like Frankenstein's monster where he's sewn together, but he's sewn himself together. Yes, he keeps and I, that's, like yeah. and every time he comes up, he's looking for a certain body part to yeah. make himself yeah. live and it's, forever. It's, the movie itself is an isolation movie in a way because they're all stuck on a bus. Yeah. In the first movie. You go out no, like second, second movie. movie. The second, second movie, movie they're, they're on a bus. No, I thought the, the yes. second one was with first, Justin Long. Where first they were, movie was in, with Justin first Long. First movie's oh, okay, with Justin Long. I got it mixed Long. up, yeah. So Fucking you got them swapped. But, yeah. but, first but either way, though. Yeah. Like, first movie's with Justin Long, and that's where you're kind of like... You're, it in starts the out is more like Duel by Steven Spielberg, if you guys have ever seen that. Where, where it's like a truck driver versus like... Two so kids, I think and I'm, then he pops out as like this thing with like a hatchet and, and see and that's terrifying. and I think I'm basing this off of the one where they're in the bus the second one because that's a little bit more where he's like circling the yeah. bus and they're all yeah. stuck in it trying yeah. to figure out how to like get out and I and I think it's like because I like that one more yeah than like the Justin Long one where like the first one where I guess they also went to the house at one point too because so, they drove back around they saw where the house was at they go to the house and yeah. then they find that there's like this shoot that he just dumps bodies yeah. down yeah. and he's alive and and it's... It, it, so that was just all kinds of like I don't know um, just that whole movie was weird to me but I've got a love-hate relationship with Jeepers Jeeper Creepers just because they're so bad they're they're just terrible movies. I think I'm the one who told you to watch them originally <laughs> but no I've seen I've seen the first one maybe it was the like, second I think I told ago, you to watch the second one they're I so think... bad but they're just so, they're such a guilty pleasure <laughs> but the first one got ruined for me because I found out the filmmaker was like a pedophile. So and he, the guy who created it, yeah, that was like a whole thing. He went to prison for it and then yeah. served a bunch of time for it. Um, I do agree with that. That is one thing that puts a damper on the films. I I didn't know that. Like it's already I, it would be lower on my list. It's already a weird story, and then it just makes it like dark. It's already a dark so, story, and then it's just like darker. Thinking I mean, about that, the one thing I will say about it is it doesn't have anything to do with children. Right. It has to do with right. like adults and yeah. like being killed and stuff. But I I think that. This is one of those things where I I've, I watched both one and two before I knew that, mm. and I, I've just I've loved the movies, mm. you know, fun movies. Ever since I've seen them, and like straying from the actual movies themselves, the creeper as a monster is just insanely cool, and like just the idea of <laughs> yeah. it is just like you know, the fact like, that, like, getting back on topic. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because like you know, really, yeah. <laughs> Because like you know you're right like the movies weren't that good and like you no, know I but agree. like I'm like I gotta I gotta figure out like what my saving grace is for him being number two. They are but campy I, horror movie fun. Yeah, no, yeah. I was gonna say the movies. You didn't, you didn't let me finish, so I was gonna say the movies are bad, but they're a good time. Yes, like yeah. the movies are yeah. awful, and it's but like I'll still pretty watch horrifying. Them like it's pretty TV. horrifying, like monster movie yeah. monster stuff. So. I'll still watch them. Um, I like Justin Long. I, I did too. Justin I did too. Weirdly uh, enough, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, hard, he's hard to hate, man. He's, he's great. Really is, yeah. He's really great. Yeah, yeah. you just know, <laughs> you know, he's lovable. Uh, I just want to give him a <laughs> high five or a hug. All right, so my number two here, I think it might be one that you guys. I don't know if you've heard of it. So a lot of people didn't see this movie. It's from a movie called Life, with Ryan Reynolds, and it has it also Jake Gyllenhaal. Right? And the alien's name is Calvin, and I love. Oh, that's Calvin. a more recent one, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is. And so here's the thing about the movie Life. For those of you who haven't seen it, and a lot of people haven't seen it, um, if you haven't, it's a fun sci-fi kind of horror movie, sort of. Um, so Calvin is a monster from, I think, Mars is where they pick him up, like within Mars. Um, and he starts as this smaller creature, and he's kind of like starfish-like. Uh, but essentially what the movie kind of makes him out to be is a siphonophore. So if you guys have ever heard of a siphonophore, it is like a... An amalgamy of creatures that all create one big creature because they individually cannot exist by themselves. Like, Got some it. of them can't eat, but they can walk and stuff like that. So that's basically what Calvin is. 
but he slowly grows throughout the film and he gets more and more intelligent as the whole colony of little things that make up this one creature slowly learn over time and he becomes terrifying because he can break through everything and he can exist in areas where no one else can and he slowly just destroys this ship on its return and i think it's so terrifying the idea of not knowing what extraterrestrial life will be when we find it and it being something that's so close to home because Stephanophores live in the ocean they're these huge huge mm -hmm. creatures and they're not really dangerous to us but they they exist in a yeah. colony that you know is it's dangerous to like smaller creatures in the ocean and I, I think it's so cool to see that kind of created into a movie monster and expanded into this giant creature and I, I don't want to ruin the film for anyone because it is a newer film so I'm not going to talk about the end I will talk about the fact that the end leaves me like or like the film kind of leaves me wanting more and that's what I love about it it leaves me wanting more for all the reasons of being like scared of what it could do and I think that's so interesting I don't have many thoughts about it because I haven't seen it I think Same. it's weird that a movie with Ryan Reynolds and Jake Gyllenhaal flew so far under the radar I think yeah. part of the reason um, because it was like shadowed a little bit by Passengers with um, huh. uh, Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence who I mean, that came out before that I think it I also came out right after Deadpool which is like the Brian Reynolds I remember seeing and... trailers for it yeah and I, I was uh, so excited when I first saw it I just and... don't really do sci-fi see but it but it does interest me yeah it's it's one of those movies to me where it the sci-fi element of it is more real world grounded in mm -hmm. a way they try to make it as real world grounded as they possibly can I think mm -hmm. and without you know without limiting themselves but if you haven't seen it life is a <clears> really <throat> fun film like we talked about fun films it's a really fun film Calvin is a really cool monster Okay. Your list interests me because you have Calvin and you have Creature from the Black Lagoon. And I, s I was scrolling through the pictures of Calvin, and one of the things says, Is Calvin evil? Which leads you to believe, like, they picked him up from Mars, they pulled him out of his habitat, right. and put him on this ship, and all yeah. he's doing is... is surviving. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's doing what he can to survive, and that's what's so important about and Calvin. And I think that's yeah. what's so far been really interesting about our list, is not all the monsters on here are evil. No, yeah. like we not necessarily evil, but like yeah. misunderstood. And what I love yeah. about life too is that the people in that are not evil either. They're just scientists. But th that could be a movie where, honestly, from both sides, we've talked about it before. Where like sometimes the villain is the hero of their own story, and this is one of those cases where uh, neither side is evil. I really don't think they are. I think both sides are. One side is human. One side yeah. doesn't know what what's going on. Mm -hmm. It's been pulled from its own planet, right. and it's being yeah. flown somewhere right. else. I mean that's a huge thing. Yeah. So yeah, I thought oh. it, I thought it'd be a really interesting choice. I figured you guys probably hadn't seen it. it's kind of an off the wall film, yeah. but you should like sit down and watch it if you ever get the chance. Cool. Yeah. Uh, number one. Uh, moving on to yeah. our top picks. Number one. Uh, my number one should come as no surprise. I'm wondering if we have the same pick. I would like to. I know we have an order here, but if it is the same one. Which I, have I a think I was because I thought about them uh, in the last Bruce, episode. Bruce from Jaws. Yeah, Bruce yes, he's also my number one. Yes, I love I knew, Bruce. I Bruce. Go for it. <laughs> so, Go for it. So I picked up the Jaws board game, and Cameron lives two doors down from me, and he came over and played it, and we both were talking about how Jaws is like one of our favorite films of all yes. time. And when I made this list, I just knew that Bruce so. 
A lot of people don't know that the shark's name from Jaws is actually Bruce. Uh, Spielberg named him after his lawyer. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I not knew to be that, mistaken with Bruce from uh, Finding Nemo. But I knew. Well, that's actually that's a nod actually a to Jaws. To Jaws. Do you know what? Like after I said that, and like, <laughs> like my head, I don't know if you guys saw me up, like look off in the distance after that, or I was just like, oh crap. <laughs> I, like, no, I, I just got recorded saying that. Um, no, but uh, but I knew that Bruce was gonna be number one. Bruce is yeah. awesome. He's um, he's not in the movie very much, and he doesn't need to be though. Well, his presence is the reason is that he's not in the movie. It's a bunch it, is because the shark broke, dude. Yeah. That, and like, we're it's super super just, thankful it, for that. So it didn't just break, but it was cursed. So Jaws is one of my Ooh, favorite films Ooh. because it accidentally inspired a generation of horror films yep. it yeah. accidentally inspired and showed us that sometimes not seeing the monster is it's the most worse, terrifying worse thing seeing, and yeah. that's where that movie is so strong it may have been an accident but right? it turned out being yeah. genius and it's just it's worked so well i mean even movies like the conjuring have used it since then where like yeah. you're floating around this empty house and then all of a sudden the monster just appears and it's terrifying yeah. when it first appears because yeah. then it's going to come back one after another and just yeah. slam you Jaws, I think, is what inspired my love of horror films. I love. It's a good films, movie. It's like, yeah, it's a, it's a great movie. Like, even though I watched that later in life, it still sucked me in as like a good movie because you're like, oh, oh god, like you know, this shark is just looming yeah. over the entire movie, and like, it's led to a misunderstanding of sharks because yeah. it terrified people so oh, much yeah. because they're actually they're not after us. Yeah, they're yeah. not like we've talked no. about. Like we talked about how squid in the last podcast, like they're after us. Like they will just eat humans. <laughs> no, sharks, sharks don't want to. They don't like the taste of humans. Usually. No, they just they mistake so, us for something else, and when so, they realize that we're not in their food chain, they like. It's it's funny because Bruce is a great white. Yep. And really, the, the most shark attacks come from bull sharks. Yep. So it's not even yep. a great white shark. And uh-huh. the event that inspired it actually came from a bull shark swimming yep. up a freshwater river yeah. mm-hmm. um, and like terrorize a town in like the 20s or something like that. There's a few yeah, There's a few cases. I think yeah. they sound like three or four of them. Yeah, there's, yeah there's, there's like one in America specifically, though, yep. out by New Jersey, yep. where it swam up a freshwater um, river, which is the first time anyone mm-hmm. had ever witnessed that. And it, uh, they actually made a movie based off that. It's not a very good movie. It was made off for like it's National Geographic or something. <laughs> no, Thomas Jane is in that movie though. I really like that movie. Uh, but no, Bruce is he is like one of the quintessential mm. movie monsters. He's yeah, oh yeah, he's got to pop important. up on the list. Yeah, yeah, he he's just or she actually. We always say he, but yeah. technically Jaws Bruce is a. Because you did have the Jaws two, three, four, right? Which were they're spawns of Jaws. Yeah, so then, yeah, Yeah. right. So, Brucelle, Brucette, Brucella, Brucette, Brucella. Plus, not to mention you have Jaws tattoo, don't you? Yes, I have Jaws tattoo on my my calf. And Um, I mentioned earlier, I want a sleeve with Creature of the Black Lagoon on it. I also want Bruce on that same sleeve. So that's nice. kind of the funny. I want. I didn't like want to mention that scene. earlier, yeah, really cool. but that's what I really, really want. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, no, I mean that's just like I feel like no matter what, it's always going to be an enjoyable movie. And like, I don't know if it necessarily like holds up well, but it definitely like holds up well enough to be able to oh, draw does. you in. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's it, it holds up well. It, yeah, it's yeah. the way they had to edit around the shark breaking and made it Which, hold up well. I forget the editor's name. It was a female, but she's magic. Because she was able to pull that yeah, together. No kidding. Yeah, no She's able to pull together I feel this like, robotic yeah. shark that was worthless. Yeah. On a completely, like, side note, I feel like, yeah, like, Steven Spielberg and, like, just even St- Steven Spielberg and George Lucas are, like, the kings of, like, stumbling onto, like, life-altering, like, movies. Like, you know? They're, they're so... 
That's a topic for another. It is, but I just had to say it because, like, because of the fact that like Jaws is such a successful movie because of the happenings. I I just learned so much about Lucas at film school that I'm 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 going to share my knowledge Uh, with you after the podcast. Yeah, Yeah, there's a lot there. I do want to say there's uh there's a I don't know if it's true or not. There's a rumor that when right before Jaws was actually filmed that uh, it was already having problems, the shark was, but Steven Spielberg, George Lucas, and one other person, I can't remember who, uh, they went into the warehouse secretly. They weren't supposed to be in there yet. Steven Spielberg is not who he was also, or not who he is now. Remember that too. Yeah. Uh, but they accidentally broke part of the shark, and then they just ran. And they didn't tell that story for you. That's before. great. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so oh so they God. also might have been responsible for possibly for that. But that shark had a, numerous issues, honestly. Yeah. So. I mean, more than just them. Like, Oh, yeah. That yeah, shark was like, just... It was kind of a bad. It was a huge. It was a huge effort on filmmaking yeah. part to like try and create this shark that was real and stuff, and it just didn't work. Yeah, and you had to not show it. Yep. Now Bruce has taken out uh, Richard Shaw or Robert Shaw, and um, <laughs> I'm trying blanks on these people's names. Plus, while you're like bringing that up, they had made Universal Studios. They used to have a Jaws ride, which was like I actually think they like, still do in California. They I thought don't. they took it away. So no, they took actually, it away. I was just talking uh, to someone about that today. Uh, they don't have the Jaws ride, but they have the backlot tour, and they have the old, a segment of the old Jaws yeah. ride. They still have that on the backlot yes. tour. It's so like shark comes out at you and stuff. It's, yeah. it's really cool. It's cool that they've kept it around because it's yeah. such it's an such important. A, it's one of the most important films yeah. ever made, yeah. and, and film is not that um, old as an entertainment art either. And no. Jaws is so quintessential so to filmmaking. My my point was that Bruce has gotten Roy Scheider and Robert Shaw, and now we just need to hold on to Richard Dreyfuss. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, cool. Yeah. So this is gonna be a little uh, unorthodox, but Cameron and my pick was were both uh, yes. Bruce from Jaws. So we're gonna go over to Jim. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I was gonna for, say for the you final... can't have a monster list without Jaws on it. No, you but can't. Apparently that... you can. I know. Well, no, because, because I knew you guys were gonna have it on there. So because I Jim was up next without, it. <laughs> without Jaws. Yeah. I don't know how I'm gonna follow. I kind of wish I went first. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. Cool. My number one pick is gonna be. Um, so we kind of had a little bit of discussion of like human type of stuff but like i i think this is gonna go away from that but it's pennywise the dancing clown from it well, I mean, technically he's like an interdimensional alien that's being, true so yes that is true takes form he is but like you know that's not and i'm more referencing the newer movie that was released because i really enjoyed the newer movie and i really enjoyed that iteration i know you look like you have the face of someone who like didn't enjoy it is that true <laughs> the newer movie is a terrible horror film because it's uninteresting horror-wise. It is a good coming-of-age film, which is what the original novel was. Yeah. But the original novel also is based in horror and it's considered one of the scariest novels ever written. Yes. I don't think the movie did horror very well. Uh, that's just... But that's... that's, I, that's I'll let you that's like, different go on. Because I'm just, more talking about Pennywise and yeah, Jaws as opposed to the movie. Cameron being a douchey film guy. I just, I just <laughs> don't think it's interesting. I don't think it's a scary film and I don't find Pennywise scary in the film. But I like mm-hmm. what they did with him. I like how he was. I like Bill Skarsgård as like being Pennywise, you know, and like that was just... I don't know, like towards the end of the movie, like seeing him... Because they could do a little bit more than I could with, you know, like uh, Tim Curry originally, but... Man, the Skarsgård family is just like on fire. Yeah, I it, I agree. He did <laughs> such a fantastic. I think he did a fantastic representation. Of I Pennywise. think his performance as Pennywise is great. Yeah. I think he needed better. I think he needed a better script. I think he needed a script that utilized Pennywise more. The original It films they may be campy for today. I still love Tim Curry's performance. Yeah. I think it's incredible. But Tim Curry was given the opportunity. 
to give that performance. Yeah. I am looking forward to it too. I am because too. I want to see it as a. I want to see all the adults, and I want to see if they amp up that horror. They're saying they're I think going they're going to be able to. I think they're going to be able to because this other one was such a big hit with like yeah you know a different crowd in a way too. But like you know like it like you know even just going back to Pennywise like you know the Tim Curry Pennywise that developed a massive fear of clowns for an entire oh, yeah. generation of children. Yeah. And, and Tim Curry's performance is iconic. Oh, I don't it's care great. If you think every performance he does, it. or whatever. Yeah. No, but his performance is it. He's maniacal. He's insane. It's a he's, way different. You don't it's a know way what different he's Pennywise than yeah. like what this one is. And the way he talks, like with this just like this soft voice with a slight growl to it, and it's terrifying. Yeah. And that's I think Bill Skarsgård was so cool in a way that it was different. He, I, think, I love what one of the things I love that he did is he didn't try to be. Uh, Tim Curry's representation of it. He did it and he took his own, almost like what we see in most representations of the Joker, no, where they're not trying to come up. Yeah, but like, but that's what I'm saying. But like, I like that. Like, I, I'm not saying I like every Joker, but I like that the actors are taking the they Jokers take in their, their own, direction. Yeah. My yeah. list was not bringing up comic books this time. I know. I <laughs> want to make this clear. Because <laughs> I get, just give you I crap, crap for this too. all the yeah, time. Yeah, you do. Uh, one thing I want to say about it, going back to Pennywise here. Um, I thought it was really funny because uh, I remember seeing the opening scene like of the sewer and like his one eye is like drifted all the way towards his nose. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's a really cool addition to add to Pennywise. How did they do that? Skarsgård's eye just drifts all the way to the side. Oh, like he can do it or he just does it his eye is that. His eye, if you ever look at pictures of him, it is just drifted off to the side. Oh, wow. But it's a really funny, like physical mark for yeah. him that added to the character he was playing like, and they which incidentally and they could have fixed yeah, it you know, they, they, they could have like, no, I mean, that, that but they didn't adds to like yeah. the, the wacky and like so. craziness so but, like yeah just so to, to make the point there I don't like the movie I do you know, agree okay. that Pennywise's that Skarsgård's performance as Pennywise is great he brought and it he brought it to I, an entirely I new want to see what he does next I do too I think there's a lot of bad decisions in that movie but that's a different list entirely um yeah I can agree cool um are we done? Yeah, that I was think that was, was number yeah, one. Oh, yeah, that yeah, was, that was, that was that one. You guys had the combo number one. Yeah, I'm not used to that. So, yeah, yeah, no, it threw me really, off. This is the first time that's ever happened that we've had no, same number no, one. Uh, yeah, we had Dishonorable. Dishonorable. Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat, Kombat Annihilation. <laughs> which is a yeah, all three of us in had, itself. All three of us had Mortal Kombat Annihilation as our... Yeah, yeah, yeah There was right? definitely not yeah. one person that said they actually enjoy that movie. There was, I don't remember that. Just, just like my number four is Sinister, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that has been our top five list of um, movie monsters. Yeah. Um, now we're going to move right on to honorable mentions. So my honorable mention is, um, so, excited for mine. <laughs> so I actually, I actually haven't seen this movie yet, but I put them on my list because I learned about them in film school and there's such a pivotal part in like the horror monster genre okay. is the giant ants from them. <laughs> that was the one that came up a lot. I thought about putting on it because I did see. I haven't seen the movie, but I've seen I've not like seen how the they've done the, how they've done the production. If you ever seen how they've done the production mm. of those ants, is enough to put it on a list like this because that is super cool to take yeah. the way that they did it and make it into a horror. That is like, an icon. interesting choice. It is definitely yeah. an interesting choice. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they're giant ants. They're. It's been a you know New Mexico has been irradiated. And it makes the ants giant, and they attack people. And but the thing that interested me is like obviously it's such a pivotal film. Yeah. That <clears throat> I was looking at some of the pop culture references, and like Van Morrison's band Them is named after the film. 
they were watching it in uh, in um, Friends, the show. Uh, Misfits have a song named "Them" that references the film. Okay. There's a quest in Fallout Three where you go into a, a town with giant yeah, ants. Yeah, with giant fire ants. Yeah. Um, Eight Legged Freaks has a scene. Um, <laughs> Where sequences from the film are included. I can't believe that movie has come up twice in this, in like anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, so like, I mean, it's tons like it's, and tons and tons. It's it, kind of like the like the Jaws before Jaws was Jaws. It really right? kind of was because they had yeah. to like figure out how to take this this you know normal mm. like you know part of everyday life. I'm not saying that Jaws is, but like yeah. you know what I mean, and like make it much larger than life with much more limited resources because it was like around it was a black and white film so it was like you so know, around say, the creature, talking, like we're talking 1954 yeah, yeah. So, where they like actually took I don't think you I don't know if you really see the ants but I know one of the things that I saw in it is they take like um, they basically cast a shadow of the ants to make it like seem like they're there and they're massive when it's really just a tiny little thing in front of the flashlight. Yeah, I remember looking at like the production design for this film and having to study the production design for mm-hmm. this film, and it is really interesting, kind of the way yeah, like, they they, had to... they turn out, and especially like when you look at the images, they are like mesmerizing. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, I just wanted to start my list off classy and in classy. There so, you go. Well, well, I, I got, got one more. Start... Wait. Oh. Oh. Oh, we'll uh, find out in just a few minutes. Not classy. <laughs> <laughs> well, this isn't the end of my list because you know we still got dishonorable. I know that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My dishonorable is not a classic. <laughs> yeah. Well, if it makes you feel any better, mine is class. My honorable is like not as classy as yours, not as much of a classic, but still much more of a classic. Mine's a Stay Puft Marshmallow Man from Ghostbusters, <laughs> who's very much a movie monster. Um, but the reason why. <laughs> I was also wondering if he was going to show up on the list. <laughs> the reason why I put him on my honor roll is because he's like, it's one of those where it's like, he's not in the movie enough. And it's, you know, he's a really cool kind of add-in to, um, he's really kind of a cool add-in to the movie, you know, in the way of like, it's just a random thing that was brought to life and, yeah. you know, like made to terrorize a city there was no reason for it to be there. It could they like, could have made the movie completely without it. You know, like all the other ones on our list was like, this was the movie. Like you know, without this monster, there would be no. He's just he's so iconic <laughs> he's and such also an icon, yeah. a satire on the old style of making monster movies. How yeah. like they would put a guy in a suit and like have him walk around like a city. Yeah, that's kind of what he is. He's like a satire on that idea. No, he's a really funny character is so iconic dude. yeah so iconic and like, you're talking about the michelin man right that's basically what just he kidding. is yeah yeah, yeah. That's essentially what it is yeah but like, giant you know, pillsbury doughboy whatever yeah. you want to go with but I, I just i love that like you know he, he like making him sentient like really turns it like he has like this like angry you know mad like monstrous look on his face like when he's walking around and i don't know just i guess watching them cover the city in marshmallow is also kind of a funny thing too so i mean like you know it's it's I don't know, it's way different from, like, any of the other monsters, but I still feel like he needed a mention. Yeah. yeah you, you, know? <laughs> you, you really reached for your list. <laughs> I really did, because, like, I mean, I, like, I wanted to kind of step away, because it could have been very easy to put, you know, because, like, I've seen a lot of the same stuff popping up on a lot of the same list, and I was like, I, yeah. I don't want to yeah. go in that same direction. And it, that's, that's what I always try and stray away from yeah. on these lists, is, like, going with the conventional choices. Like, I mean, like, we talked about with, like, the 
comic book list that we did now mm-hmm. i'll bring up comic books uh is i could have put batman in my number one on that yeah. list a long time yeah. ago and i didn't because it and was conventional that's not what i want to do here yeah. and there's know? a difference between certain because like i know like i knew jaws was gonna pop up in your oh, number one yeah. like i yeah. knew it like there was no doubt in my mind but like you know there's gonna be those conventional ones on there but there's gonna be a reason why they're on their list there's gonna be a reason why we want right. to put it. and it's not gonna be as for the reason what most people are thinking of i think right yeah. you know so like you know but like with something like this I don't have a lot of those like conventionals because like I don't watch a lot of that kind of conventional stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I, I like to you know yeah. kind of throw different things into the mix and be a little bit different when it comes to like a, a list like this. Yeah, I, d- I definitely appreciate that and I appreciate the choice. I think yeah. the Marshmallow Man. I appreciate your Monsters Inc. choice too. Yeah. I like the, yeah, I'm I'm saying, like the like, idea yeah. of different types of monsters. Yeah. yeah. So so moving into that using that as a segue. Okay. I my honorable mention is also a movie that I don't know if you guys have seen. I think everyone should see it because I think it's hilarious and it's great. This one is Zombievers. If you haven't seen it, <laughs> I it haven't is, seen it, but I it is hilarious like, and I, uh, it is a great horror B movie. I think I've seen that like come Wait, up. Zombievers, Zombievers, and yes. what, so this is a zombie movie, but whatever they bite becomes beavers <laughs> okay that part, just that part i didn't know oh my god oh my god so this movie is i i would love a sequel eventually i think this movie is phenomenal Wait, bill burr is in that movie it's got a whole bunch of great aspects to it i love the tagline to that it's like zombievers they'll damn you to hell like oh, it man. is hilarious to watch these li- so <laughs> to watch these little puppet beavers because that's what they are they're not cg yeah. they're little tiny puppet beavers and they're like going around and turning things into oh beavers but undead versions of beavers it's a hilarious this looks like a high school like film project it is like a hilarious film where like i'm biting them on the dock i watched it as a movie just to kind of sit down and like watch because it looked like it was going to be a train wreck turns out it's supposed to be a hilarious and a bad movie and it's one of those movies where even though it's supposed to be intentionally bad sometimes they don't sometimes they don't turn out well this one turned out great it is an incredible <laughs> it? Yeah. it is an incredible it's this, like it's an incredibly fun film to watch this is very piranha-esque <laughs> it like, is it's, yeah, very it's very similar to like the piranha movie, style like, yeah where it's made to be kind of that goofy like it's a satire it's yeah. a satire in every uh, zombie yeah. movie that was coming out saturating the market yeah. and it turned it into the same idea but turning it on its head and making it yeah. something else entirely it's a great film you guys should I need watch, to watch it, it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah i've, I've seen it do. i've seen it pop up i don't know if it's on netflix it, it might still be on there that's why i watched it, it was on okay. netflix um, but yeah, if, if you guys have not seen it, it's a hilarious ride. Yeah, it's I mean, so good from beginning to end. To me, it kind of sounds like it's in the same vein of like Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yes, it is. Yeah. Kind of. I think Tucker and Dale versus Evil was like a stroke of horror comedy genius. It was. Where yeah. it was just the roles are very straight. Yeah. This one, they're kind of just making fun of the trope. Well, they are, but in a, but in a way that still feels different. Like, that's one thing I appreciate. Because I thought going into it, like, oh, they're just making fun of a trope, or like, this is supposed to be a serious movie and it's just going to be really, really bad. I think the first time I tried to watch it, actually, on the intro, I thought it was just a bad horror movie. So, like, I gave up five minutes in. And then one day, I was just like, <laughs> I'm going to go back because I have nothing else to do. So I watched it. it, is my, it my girlfriend loves it, too. It's one of our favorite <laughs> horror films, like, bad horror it's your films. Date night movie. Exactly. And it really is. It's just a fun 
film to watch. If you don't enjoy it, then I just don't. Especially if you love Tucker and Dale versus Evil, okay. this is like I would put it like in that same category. I'm supposed to go home and watch Maleficent, but I think I'll try to convince her to watch Zombie Beavers. I'm gonna go watch Maleficent. <laughs> go wants to watch Zombie Maleficent. Beavers. Yeah, she, wants me, she wants me to see Maleficent, but not not right, um, Angelina. Jolie. So I'm glad you brought up B movies. Yes. Because, so we're going to move right along the Dishonored. Right. Right? So, cue the music. Um, Or whatever. It's a sound Um, effect. Sound effect. It's a trumpet. It's music. I'm going to have to do Um, that twice then. (laughs) My Dishonorable is a B-movie. My Dishonorable is a Roger Corman. B-movie? I'm just kidding. My my (laughs) Dishonorable is a Roger Corman. Okay. If you know Roger Corman. Right, yeah. Uh, My Dishonorable is Sharktopus. (laughs) Oh, that's like, yeah, that's very much <coughs> in that, like, realm of, like, the Sharknado cult classic uh, type of, like, oh, Hulk, sci-fi, Hulk. like, look, look, it, look it up, look it I, up. I've seen, yeah, Sharktopus. but it's, like, I actually bought Sharktopus for, it's like, a sci-fi five bucks. Is that an Asylum movie? Like, the awful B, yes. the B movie yes. company? Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. It's, they made, like, Atlantic Rim and stuff, too. They're a terrible company. <laughs> I hate everything Rim. they do. I hate everything they um, do. But Sharktopus is, a sh- I mean, it is what it says. It's, it's in the name. Half shark, half, half octopus. octopus right? yeah. It's got a shark head with an octopus body. And the, <laughs> the tagline <laughs> for it is 50% shark, 50% octopus, 100% deadly. I love the other one that I have here is half shark, half octopus, all killer. <laughs> uh, but then they have spinoffs like... Uh, Sharktopus versus Terracuda. And then versus Werewolf. Like, come like on. that's what, yeah. <laughs> I think, isn't this the one where it jumps out of the water and, like, takes out a plane or something like that, too? It's, like, um, this terrible. So. Or is I, that in Mega Shark? No, I that's think Mega that's Shark. Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. It's hard to not. It's hard <laughs> to not get those confused. It's, oh, my um, God. They have an uncensored, like, box art. So. Of, like, the. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I think what you're talking about is Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus, which I also own for some reason. (laughs) And it's in the same vein of these terrible, terrible movies. I can't even tell if these movies are trying to take themselves seriously or if they're just Dino Corp versus Sharktopus. They're just bad comedy that just doesn't work. So the funny thing about Sharktopus is, like, it's so it's it is bad. It's terrible. Right. Um, But it's fun. Like, if you get friends together and you want to make fun of a movie, it's fun to watch. It's supposed a, to be Dino Croc versus Sharktopus, but it's Dino Cork up in the top oh corner <laughs> versus um, Sharktopus. They couldn't so, even get the title right. But the thing is, like, there's a scene in Sharktopus where it like jumps out of the water and runs across the land on like these tentacles, <laughs> and so it's just like ridiculous over yeah. the top. Like I said, if you want to get, you know, like make it a drinking game every time. That's what I was like, about to say. Like that's the kind of movie like you're gonna yeah. play a drinking game too. It's like when I watched this one movie to a drinking game called, um, it's like Avalanche Sharks or something like that. Yep. Yeah. Similar yeah. vein. Terrible film. Yep. Terror. That, yeah. Yep. That's a good choice. Cause it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's an bad. obvious choice, but yeah. It's, it's just bad. Yeah. Because I bought it for five bucks and I was like, man, I probably shouldn't have even spent five bucks on this. <laughs> it's just, it's not an Versus interesting Terracuda. monster either. Like, there's nothing about that that's interesting to me. Like, I really am not interested in so, that. So, I brought up last episode that I'm like, I'm a Navy guy, right? I yeah. was active duty and I'm a reservist. And the Mega Shark versus John Octopus movie, 
has Jaleel White in it, first of all, who's Steve Urkel, <laughs> right? But then they're on a ship, and he's in, like, the Navy uniform, and, like, nothing is right about it. Like, his ribbons are wrong, like, his name is in the wrong spot and stuff, and it's just, like, I was watching that. I was in the Navy overseas when I saw it, and I was like, holy crap. <laughs> they couldn't even try yeah. to, like, Google, you know, you know, so. It's yeah. just, so I think with your point, it's, I don't, I don't know. It's that weird mix of, like, it's... Or they're like, man, this is going to be super... This it's, is going to be the one that changes the B-movie scene. Or it's, it's that just like, type of film, whereas, like, Zombievers, to me, they tried on art direction. They had great regular direction. They had great editing. It was a good idea. And they pull off something that is just hilarious because they're trying to make it hilarious. Sharktopus is exactly what I was talking about with movies that try to do that, but they don't pull off other aspects. You still have to make a film. Like, you still... And we're film guys. Like, you still yeah. have to make a film. You yeah. still have to do a good job yeah. of making it. To, for it to be interesting, for it to mm. fall into that realm. But it's like when they try and, like, it's like when people try and replicate what happened with The Room, where that's just a bad film and it's hilarious because yeah. it's a bad film. Yeah, that's good choice. That's cool. a good yeah. choice. Like, yeah, I think that's a very fitting spot for stupid movie shark monsters. Shark stupid thing. Yeah, it's <laughs> stupid. Oh, and we've seen, I, I, like, one last one, like, we've seen better CGI on a low budget like that, but those yeah. ones are, like, supposed to be, like, bad CGI, I feel like. Yeah. Which is annoying, too. Which is kind of annoying, too. I'm like, you become known as the guy who makes bad movies. Yeah. So. You're like what? M. Night Shyamalan. It's not, even mentioned, <laughs> not even mentioned his Death Race movies. Roger Corman's yeah. Death Race. Yeah, wow. Terrible films. Wow. Anyway. Jim, who do you, what do you have to top that? Um, I, oh, God. Um, <laughs> cool. My honorable mention is kind of a, I mean, I don't know. I like it in a certain way, but like, I, I, The Blob is my dishonorable mention. Because it's a cool, okay. You know what? <laughs> Wait a minute. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. I didn't see it on your list, sir. Okay. So you can't it's hear not me on faces. my list for two reasons. One, I haven't seen the movie. Two, because I didn't think anyone was going to trash it. <laughs> so, the, blob, trash the reason why I put it on my dishonorable... Listen, would you guys rather me do my first choice then? No, <laughs> no, is, no, is it no, no, Jaws? Because no, no. no, I will leave. No, no I want to hear Blob. I do want to yeah. hear about Blob, though. The Blob, I put it up because it's like... I, what I remember, it might have to, it might go on my list of movies I have to go back and rewatch, but like, I remember being like, they made it seem way more threatening than I guess it really was. Like, people were running from a very slow moving, you know, I, yes, it was yeah. like horrific in the way like it like absorbed and like dissolved people within it, but like, it, it didn't move very fast. It wasn't a very, it wasn't super threatening if I remember correctly. So, I've never seen the movie, but. Right. You describing it like that makes me think of It Follows, where yeah. where you can run from it, it's slow, but it's going to come after you regardless. So, yeah. so uh, one thing I've heard about The Blob, and I haven't seen it either, so that's why, again, like it's not on my list or anything yeah. like that, and, mm-hmm. I, and you know, you can put it on that list. It isn't like an older movie monster. One thing I've heard is that a lot of people think it's possibly the first try at like horror movie satires, Okay. and people didn't understand at the time that that's what they were going for. And this I think that could giant, be the reason why. Like, over-the-top creature who's slowly building and slowly just taking in more things. It's kind of like Critters. Like that yeah. original, like this hairball of eating, of like mouths eating <laughs> yeah. people. That's kind of what the blob is. Um, but it's an iconic horror movie. It is. Movie, no, which no, is no, why it is. my jaw hit I know the it is. <laughs> I like the movie. I like the movie. But again, like we're talking about just the monster and the reason why yeah. I put on my dishonorable because of how unthreatening it is and maybe because of the reason why they were trying to make it like an like a satirical yeah. take on it but like 
you know, like, the people are running from it, like, full speed, running (laughs) from it, creeping down the street. And, like, that's what kind of gets me about it, is, like, there's so much time to figure out how to deal with this thing, even though it is absorbing this town. And, like, that's why, like, that's why I put it on my Dishonorable. Well, and it is fair, honestly, because it's been made fun of by so many things now, too. Like, it's been made fun of so consistently by all these different movies. I think The Simpsons even made fun of it at one point. Simpsons with everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, but chances I, are. Yeah, right. but I, I just think it is a very iconic character, so that's mm-hmm. why I'm surprised to see it on a Dishonor. Yeah, no, I mean, but like, I and I knew I was going to get that kind of backlash because of it. That's why I was like, when I saw your face, I was like, let me explain <laughs> why it's on my Dishonorable because yeah. I like it. Yeah. It's very iconic. I remember still enjoying the movie, but when I delve deeper into it, I'm like... The, the real dishonorable oh. here is I have no right to defend it because I haven't even seen this. Yeah, so you're like, you gave clips. me a look and you're like, oh, I've I haven't seen, seen it. I've so, seen a lot of clips like everyone yeah. has. Yeah, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Cameron's sitting on a couch right now and normally when like he gets a choice that he doesn't agree with, it looks like he's going to jump over the table. It kind of looked like you sunk into the couch. <laughs> because such an iconic character. Because he's like, I, I want to defend it, but I haven't seen the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and I don't have a reason <laughs> and I had, to And I had it. a reason to like... Yeah, you, you know, do. Yeah, you do. You have a legitimate like, reason mm. for it to be on a He sunk into the so couch I because totally I pushed him there. Used, I sunk <laughs> into the couch yeah. because you won that one. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, all right. So, well, so Cameron's dishonorable mention is the blog. All right. I'm just kidding. So Jim's dishonorable. My mention dishonorable is mention yeah. is Jim. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. So yeah, thanks for sticking with us, guys. What? Uh, I haven't noticed oh. yet. Oh, Josh, my bad. Now I know why Josh is doing this. That's a perfect segue into the dishonorable mention of the Babadook. That's <laughs> that is yeah. yeah. Is that your dishonorable? That's my dishonorable I think we mention. Both called that oh, one. My dishonorable mention is the Babadook. To, well, my Babadook is not my choice anymore. So yeah, he says it's not his choice anymore. Yeah. I okay. Now, like we talked about, we've already given the reason why this is my dishonorable mention because the Babadook is not the monster in the movie, and honestly, the Babadook to me has nothing to do with the movie. You could make that entire film without the monster. That's not a good movie, yeah. monster. You can't make Jaws without Jaws because. There's no one getting eaten. And that's, it's just yeah. happy people swimming on a beach and a sheriff worried for no reason. That's <laughs> Which would be a funny movie in itself, Listen, I think. He has anxiety, okay? <laughs> He's got to find something to worry about. Yeah, but the, but, but the Babadook, he doesn't do anything. Know, he shows yeah. up as this poor imitation to me of Mr. Boogie in a top hat. That's what I look at him as. And I, I wanted that movie to be good. I watched it by myself, like I said, alone in a dark room on a weekend I was by myself and I felt nothing. I felt nothing from that film. Mm. And at the end of the movie, yeah, I, at the end of the movie, I don't, if you guys want to watch it, don't yeah, listen to this like part. Because this is like, a spoiler. Creature or something. It's yeah. this creature that like, she ends up locking in a bedroom and giving food periodically. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> like, she takes this thing it's like she takes yeah. this thing hostage. By the end of the film, it makes no sense why the creature's in it to me. It's not a scary creature by the end of it. They they totally knock out everything they were trying to do in the film, I felt like. He's just that's so not, worthless. It's like, I mean, he looks like a chimney sweep who's dancing in your living room. That's what he is to me. I don't like him. I, I, I will say that had I known, had I remembered Mr. Boogie, and I thought he was human-ish, so I left him off my list. I like Sinister way more than Babadook. That's what so I'm right that's, why that's, I keep, yeah. that's why I keep arguing. I, had I known, I would right. swap out. No, I, I do agree. I think this and is, yeah, one and of like I said, there are horrific aspects to that movie, mm-hmm. 
The Babadook is not one, though. If yeah. you have a monster that you can take out of the film and not have the film change, it's not an important monster. Yep. And so, that's just kind of how it goes. This movie got 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, people love the Babadook. Good, people yeah, yeah. love the film. That's why I was expecting it to yeah. be good, and it was a huge letdown for me. And I, I went into it like thinking, like, oh, this is going to be good. And like it started out, and I'm like, this is doing well. And by the end of the film, I was ready for it to be over. <laughs> and I just didn't care. I didn't care about anyone in that film. I didn't care about the mom. I didn't care about the kid. They all could have died, and then the Babadook could have died, and I would have been perfectly happy. That's <laughs> I think, I think the, the good thing that came out of the movie is that meme of like the mom in the car screaming at the kid, and the kid's like, ah! I know. He's like, like, why can't you be normal? And then they like deform his face consistently, and like all these terrible things that they do. But it's around. like my favorite is like the USA one, where like the mom is USA and says, "Why can't you be normal?" And the kid is Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the but but I think amazing. I don't think he, I don't think he's a good movie monster. I yeah. he's too disappointing <laughs> I to me. Yep. Oh my god. I. I agree. I, I agree. I will say another thing too is that with the aspects that they gave him, the psychological playing that they try to do originally, but then ruin it by the end of the film. Mm-hmm. The way he can climb on walls and just show up in your house, he could have been better. Yeah, but he wasn't. Scary, yeah. He reminds me of the Conjuring Two. They do this guy like the Running Man or whatever. I can't think of what his name is. Um, they're making a movie based off of him. The Conjuring too. Two was scary because it was based off of like an actual a real thing. But I'm talking about there's a monster that like they spin this like light and like he yeah. runs and he's like this. They actually have a real actor playing him, but he's played like he looks like he's stop motion. But it's just mm-hmm. a real actor that's good at doing stop motion movements. And he's a better version of what the Babadook should have yeah. been to me. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's my choice. Okay. Well, I'm sorry that I almost cut you off. <laughs> Um, it wasn't because I didn't want to hear that. <laughs> I was like, that's, that's almost what it seems like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's going to wrap up our top five movie monsters. Um, thanks for hanging in there. Uh, as always, I'm Josh. You can find me on Twitter at JawsXBird. I'm Cameron. You can find me on Instagram as ThatCameronGuy22. And I'm Jim. You can find me at Twitter at HoldMyJimbles. And we will see you next time where we list top five something. Whatever we feel like listing. (laughs) Also, don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We are also now um, on Spotify, though I think we're working on becoming a little bit more easy to like search. Yeah, I I wouldn't be able to find us. Yeah, we're on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Stitcher, and then podcast.com. Yeah, okay, so we got that. So you can check us out on multiple platforms. Um, Yep. But yeah, thanks for listening, guys. And next time we'll have a like, comment, and subscribe. See you later, guys. Then list this where we list and you listen. See you next time. Yeah.